Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Four minutes into the third period. It's now 1-1 Tampa Bay and Florida. Game two of that series. Tampa Bay is up 1-0. Blues and Avalanche will face off in about half an hour or so. Colorado leading that series 1-0. Tomorrow, of course, Oilers and Flames. Furnace family Oilers hockey starts with the face-off show at 6 o'clock. Late start. It'll uh, buckle drop around 8.45. We got it all for you here on 6.30, Jed. Game two, Rangers and Hurricanes. Tomorrow, Canes took game one last night, 2-1 in Overtime, Rory McIlroy has the lead after the first round at the PGA Championship in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You shot a five-under, one-shot lead over uh, a couple of players. Tiger Woods uh, shot 74. Canada's Mackenzie Hughes, kind of a tough round, uh, seven over 77 for him today. All right. You, of course, can get in touch on the uh, hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. It's 780-496-0063. You can follow my incredibly boring Twitter account at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. You can email insidesports at 630ched.com. The Big L writes in, Reed Saddledome was rocking and Smith looked like he was typically overplaying that first shot, and then the team looked rattled. Then another goal, and the Flames seemed to feed off the same thing. The Oilers were rattled by the crowd. And after that, it was a discombobulated contest. But the Oilers' sloppy and lack of consistent tenacity allowed the Flames to take the upper hand. So Smith has to start better, and then the team will start better. Got to survive those first few waves. Flames will be fueled by the crowd, hold them off, and strike when they get the opportunity. Playoff jitters, they have proven they can do it. They will. That is from the Big L, who gets a bonus point for using the word discombobulated in a competent and appropriate fashion. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Do we have any discombobulated messages tonight, Kelly? Uh, or combobulated messages? Actually, pregame preparation is the topic du jour on the text Good. line tonight. Here, read. Good. Uh, Robbie texts in and says he played minor hockey in West Edmonton as a kid. His best year as a team, he listened to Rage Against the Machine in a dressing room prior to hitting the ice. Not even joking. Wondering if some choice music as a motivator would activate them. What are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts is uh, you gotta play. Uh, you gotta play "Ride the Wind" by Poison. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the Saxon cover of the Christopher Cross song from the 1980s, but there we go. <laughs> oh, no, that's Ride Like the Wind. Never mind. Sorry. Different title. Uh, Susanna texts in and says, it's got to be something about their preparation. I wonder what the difference is between Calgary and the Oilers. Pre-game disciplines and mindsets, and pre-game starts from the end of the previous one. That's from Susanna. Okay. 
right? Hey, Reed, have you ever rehearsed something that you wanted to say to someone in your head and then completely overfought it and froze when the, mo- when the moment came? Maybe that's what's happening. Too many scenarios rattling around in their heads when the puck drops. Then they panic, freeze, and wait for direction. That is from Spaceman. Yeah, maybe. There, and- there is... I don't know if this would affect a pro athlete. There, There is... I think sometimes you can want something too much that it rattles you and you don't just go out and, and, and play and enjoy it a little bit. I don't know if that's specifically the Oilers problem, but mm-hmm. something wrong with the, uh, the start of games for sure. And one more for you here, Reed. This is from Vince. He says he thinks after watching what he saw last night, he thinks Flames in five. Uh, Markstrom is a better goalie than Smith. Calgary D better than the Oils. Sutter is a more experienced coach and has won before. The Flames will have more ability to shut down McDavid than LA's young and small D. Flames can play a structured shutdown game and keep with it. Dry and Hyman are injured. This one may be close in the scores, but it will be similar to the Jets series from last year. That is from Vince. Well, I think those are all fair concerns. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess Hyman got a little banged up last night. We'll see how he is tomorrow. I think clearly that uh, that uh, Dreisaitl and, and Nurse are, are playing with uh, issues that perhaps would well, I think with Dreisaitl especially would would keep them out of regular season games. I just got a uh, message from an optimistic fan in Southern Alberta who says Oilers in six. So hopefully she's right about that one. Mm-hmm. A lot of comparisons being made between the Kings and the Flames because these are the Oilers' two playoff opponents. And there's been some thinking that the uh, the Kings were a more passive team. Flames are more aggressive. Uh, Jay Woodcroft talked about defending the Kings versus defending the Flames. I would actually say that uh, LA's forecheck presented some real uh, interesting issues. Uh, different type of forecheck. I think Calgary um, gets a lot of offense from their D. So when the puck gets up to the, the point, they shoot a lot of pucks and they keep pucks alive. Um, so for us, yeah, it's a different challenge. We're, we're focusing on different things. Our belief is that uh, the better we are at breaking out, the less time you're spending in your own zone. Uh, so, um, you know, we want to make sure that our ratio of breakouts compared to D-zone coverage is uh, where we want it to be. We, you know, uh, we want to play defense the right way, but we just don't want to spend a lot of time there. All right, interesting stuff there from uh, Jay Woodcroft. When we get back, Scott Morrison, longtime NHL analyst and author on the BOA, and he has a new book out on one of the greatest hockey series of all time. Tampa Bay and Florida tied 1-1, 8-42 left in the third period. We will keep you updated. Henderson scores for Canada. One of the most famous calls, maybe the most famous call in Canadian sports history. There's a new book about the Summit Series called 1972, the series that changed hockey forever. Can you believe it's been 50 years? The author of the new book is Scott Morrison. Scott, welcome back to Inside Sports. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Great to be back. Thanks for having me, Reid. Yeah, it's always great to catch up with you, Scott. You got the new book out, uh, 1972, the series that changed hockey forever. And I don't want to talk to you about that, but I think I got to start with the uh, the game that uh, I don't think it's just being talked about in Alberta. You're, uh, you're out east, and I assume 
a battle of Alberta. And then, oh, by the way, a nine, six game. That's a lot of people chattering out there as well. Absolutely. And I was, I was quite surprised because there's out and about today and, uh, uh, ran into some friends, uh, along the way. And, uh, and the number of people who stayed up to watch it, <laughs> it was because obviously with the time difference back here, like a 9.45 start on our clock. And uh, But yeah, everybody was talking about it. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a horse in the race, that uh, it was wildly entertaining and uh, not as stressful as I'm sure it was for folks in, uh, well, I guess all over Alberta, but uh, Calgary and Edmonton in particular. Yeah. It was uh, it was pretty unexpected, and uh, you know it's been it's been interesting, Scott, because thirty one years. So uh, it really ever since Saturday night after the Oilers uh, beat uh, beat the Kings on on this show, and and Rob Brown and I are on after games. A lot of calls about uh, who would you rather play, Calgary or Dallas, and then we found out it was Calgary, and then I, I've got a lot of. I've never seen a battle of Alberta. I, I want to see one again. I got one guy saying like, I don't know, you know, we, at least we've had bragging rights for 31 years. As <laughs> Oilers fans, what if Calgary takes them away this year? But I mean, look, I know you've been around the league for a long time and uh, do you flash back to anything BOA related that still stands out for you? Well, I, because the Leafs are always either out of the playoffs or early, casualties and funny how nothing's really changed but uh, I spent a lot of time in Alberta in the 80s and the early 90s so I was I covered a few of those uh, Battle of Alberta's and uh, including the last one and uh, you know I can remember was it the final game in 91 where Calgary was up three nothing in the first period and looked like oh geez this is going to get nasty and ugly and uh and then all of a sudden, NASA ticking and got to work, and uh, and that series turned around pretty quickly, or that game rather turned around pretty quickly. But I, I mean, I can remember I was there the night that you know the flurry, Theo Flurry slide across from end to end from across the rink, and uh, and the '99, the big slapper to beat Vernie, and uh, and of course the uh, the crazy night when uh, when Marty had the spear on uh, on Mike Bullard and. Uh, so I can remember those highlights, but I mean, the, just the intensity and just how, you know, I, you mentioned my 72 book, but I'd done a previous book about international hockey in 72 and the title was the days Canada stood still. But I, I think when those two teams meet, it's the days Alberta and some of Canada stand still because it's just, you know, all, all consuming for everybody in both cities and across the province. So some great history obviously between the two teams and the Steve Smith goal too, with the own goal. Can't go by not mentioning that, but some great history. And it looks like uh, this series is going to write another exciting chapter. Yeah. And we'll see where it goes uh, tomorrow night. Scott Morrison joining us on inside sports tonight and the book. Uh, well, it's actually now on sale 1972, the series that changed hockey forever. And this of course is the, uh, the showdown between Canada and the Soviet union, the 72 summit series. I- I'm going to start here, Scott. Um, I hope this isn't just come across as a bit of a curveball, but I, I think you'll know where I'm going. How was it different? And, and you've written several books, obviously, but how, how was this? How was it different writing this book in 2022 than maybe it would have been, you know, in 1997 when it was 25 years? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the first one I did on the series was leading into the 20th anniversary, and 
the world hadn't, I say the world hadn't changed and we know what's happening in Ukraine right now and the world hasn't changed, it seems in so many different sad ways. But, you know, the Iron Curtain hadn't fallen at, at that time. And so there was still this us versus them mentality in, in, in the world. And, you know, in 72, it, it was, the series came about because, you know, Canada was getting tired of losing internationally and only being able by and large to send our, our best amateurs. And we knew we were playing against basically, although they were called amateurs, professionals in the Soviets and the Czechs. And the Czech or the Soviets rather were actually getting, I don't want to say bored, but they were dominating international hockey and felt like they wanted a new challenge themselves. And in those times, uh, the sports stage, whether it was the Olympics or a series like this, was really important to stick out your chest as a nation and, and pump the tires of what your politics and your way of life was all about. And of course, you know, back then the Cold War was on and it was the uh, the West and democracy and East and communism. And what we knew of the Soviets was what we saw on the nightly news and that they were this black and white scary image that was doing horrible things on the other side of the world and a place that we never really got to back in those days. And so there was a great mystery and, and that kind of undercurrent really played itself into the series. And the difference today uh, of doing the book in the last year or so, and it was written before the Ukraine invasion, but just the perspective that is so different for the players from what they felt certainly in 72 and even in subsequent years uh, before they finally came together, the two groups and became friends and, and had the ultimate respect for each other. So uh, a lot different perspective today from then. Uh, you know, the, the players that are, are still with us, and I think it's still the majority of the roster, you'll, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but are they, uh, are they still happy to talk and tell the story? Uh, I, mean, I hope they wouldn't get tired. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to talk to you about such a great oh, series. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, Reed, the, the amazing thing is, and again, having written and been involved in various events over the years where they've been celebrated, the you know, and none of us are getting any, any younger. And I know what my memory's like at times, but the, their recollection of the moments and the stories of that series are just absolutely vivid. They're crystal clear. And uh, I was just blown away by how they were able just to jump on subject lines and just have it absolutely nailed six ways that uh, remembering every little moment, every little detail, and they love talking about it. And, you know, being 50 years and again, none of us getting younger, I think there's an excitement of, of really wanting to celebrate this because it is, this isn't wasn't just a hockey series. This was a, a Canadian moment. This was something that was defining and unifying for our country because of how we were at that time in our history. Uh, there was a lot of bad things happening across our country and during that series. And, and part of the reason that series came together is that the prime minister at the, at the time, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, 
he felt that the country needed something that could unify him and give them something to feel good about. And hockey obviously is what we're all about. And he was a big force behind getting that series. Nobody expected it to be the drama that it was. It was supposed to be more of a, a cakewalk for the Canadians and a great celebration of how great we are. Um, but it turned out to be a great celebration in a different way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that series impacted us in so many ways and it, and it needs to be celebrated and not forgotten because it's a part of our, not just hockey history, but our Canadian history overall. So a lot of times there are three goals that are compared. The Henderson goal, Lemieux in the 87 Canada Cup and Crosby in the 2010 Olympics. Yeah. Um, is is that a is it fair that those goals are in their own category, or in your mind, does the Henderson goal still kind of occupy its own stratosphere? I think Henderson, if you're ranking them, is number one, just because it was the first time our best played their best, and because of how that series unfolded, and because of what that series meant to both countries ultimately, but certainly for us. I mean, at that time. Our country is 25 million people and roughly 16 million were watching every game from Moscow. I mean, that's just staggering and that the country stood still during those games. And because of what that series has meant, how it you know changed the game forever, as the title says, in terms of you know how international hockey uh, developed after that with Canada Cups and and other series and Europeans coming to the NHL and how now, and Phil Esposito says it in, in the book, he says, now he says, you know, you look at players and you, you don't think of them as a Russian or a Czech or a Swede or a Finn or, or whatever, or a Canadian or whatever. You just think of them as really good players who all want to do the same thing and win a Stanley cup or an Olympic medal or, or whatever. So just the impact that that series had and, you know, had Canada not won, had Henderson and, Esposito was the best player on the team and Henderson was the hero with the goals. Um, had we not won, I'm not sure we'd still be talking with it uh, about it with quite the same reverence 50 years later. I think it still would have impacted how the game evolved internationally, uh, but we wouldn't be celebrating it quite the same way. So it's, it's important that we, we don't let this anniversary go unnoticed. And just to talk about those goals, is the beautiful part about that is 87 was for a next generation, what 72 was for a, a generation. And Sid's golden goal was another goal for a different generation. And, you know, moments that will never be forgotten by those generations. So it's kind of special how it's it's unfolded that, that way. And, you know, we, we refer to the Henderson goal as a where were you moment in our history. And, you know, in American history, they've had, you know, President Kennedy being assassinated, the man on the moon, other types of events like that. And, and Canadians will say, well, I was, I remember where I was when Henderson scored. And I'm sure the Lemieux goal and the Crosby goal, people have where were you moments uh, surrounding them as well. Yeah, I like how you put that. The book is 1972, the series that changed hockey forever. And Scott, it's everywhere you get a book or I guess download a book these days as well. <laughs> yeah, it's in uh, you know all the chapters and it goes all your you know, local bookstores and, and available online with Amazon and chapters in to go online as well. So it's uh, everywhere it's uh, everywhere you shop for a book, you can find it there.
630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.